Fritz, Kitchen Confidential, Vintage Unix, Total War, or Birds Taking the Train, there's a sub for that. Welcome to the front podcast of the internet. I'm your host, Willie. And I'm your host, Scott. We are a show all about Reddit. Covering all the ups and down votes in about 30 minutes. If you like the show, you can find more of us on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. Or picking all the lint off of my microphone. I, I saw that. I just want to acknowledge, Scott, that... Oh, you want to acknowledge I've, me? Thanks. Yeah, Thanks. I've done this, this to myself, nice. and in turn, it's affected you, and I am so sorry. And that is that I didn't come prepared to this week's episode with a bunch of stories, meaning we're recording a little bit later. And what we usually know is that means it's close to my bedtime, right? Uh, I don't know. Roughly seven minutes ago, I would love to be asleep. So I'm going to do something for you today. What color is this? That looks like... Uh... Kidney disease red. <laughs> Willie is chugging some sort of substance. Whether it's a bodily fluid or not uh, is unknown to me. It's not a Sprite TikTok, so I'm not going to barf. That was pre-workout. <laughs> oh, are you going, uh, are you switching up the game? You going I later tonight? just chugged a bunch of caffeine, but I still want to hold steady to my sleep schedule. I'm not taking this now, oh, but I will be. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna pound it and create some sort of war, some in, some like real internal conflict. Uh, for those of you just listening, I held up my melatonin, which I will be taking later on in the episode. Oh, it's it's gonna be a weird night for your sheets. <laughs> this. Uh, this pre-workout has a bunch of uh, stims in it, too. So I am going to be, like, tweaking out. I'm just going <laughs> to... Speaking of crazy things, uh, did you know that every now and then the Reddit algorithm likes to just go uh, all hunky-dory and say, like, okay, well, you know, we've been featuring all these subs for a while. Let's get some new blood in the mix. Yeah, I think most people would be aware of when they got rid of the corn on the front page, but that... That was for bigger reasons. That that was a shock to most people's system because they were just so used to seeing a ton of NSFW tags. And then one day, all the red was gone. All blue. It was just all blue. But two things I noticed while uh, going through my daily Reddit du duties today. Number one, a bunch of new subs popped into the front page. A couple of them that were of note are Sips Tea, Century Homes... Scrungy Cats, Megalophobia, and for our neighbors across the pond, okay, mate, wanka. <laughs> <laughs> I find it really interesting when Reddit does this because, one, it makes you question, why now? What are you doing? What are we, what are we right. trying to advertise towards? Or what do we think this new algorithm is going to bring in for an audience? But another part of me says, I'm sick and tired of reading anti-work mm -hmm. and Wall Street mm -hmm. bets every mm -hmm. single day. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is. And maybe it's just kind of like localized over here in the United States, but maybe they're just trying to like take eyes off of all the negativity because 
like you said, it's been anti-work and war and politics for so long, especially these past two years. Maybe they're like, let's let's try to make it fun again, get more people in right before we go public. I would like to see some other subreddits other than the ones that they added. Century Home, you said? Century Homes is about really old houses where people find stuff from the previous owner. That's a bit cooler than I was expecting it to be. I think that would be a fun one. The types of subreddits that I would want to see, I might not have any specific ones in mind. And unfortunately, I'm going to compare Reddit to TikTok for a second. But I have been getting a ton of woodworking TikToks showing you how to build something from start to finish. I've been getting a ton of like home design and graphic design ones. Yeah, that kind of woodworking. I want to see woodworking porn and penmanship porn. <laughs> I just... I, commas. Commas in between <laughs> each of those words. <laughs> I've been going through a, a, a midlife crisis, as, uh, as you may or may not be aware of, but I'm really into trading cards again, so... Can you call I this? I think it would be cool. Stage of your life mid? No, a midlife crisis. Okay. Is what I'm having. I mean, if, if anything <laughs> is a life crisis, I would describe this as mid because I haven't gone out and done any cool things like buy a motorcycle or signed up for skydiving lessons. I'm just literally buying baseball cards again. And golf clubs. And golf clubs, yes. But uh, I would like to see more of the trading cards pop up on the front page from time to time. I think what we're really trying to say is we're just trying to make Reddit great again. Speaking of politics... I'm so glad we don't have a merch store right now. <laughs> <laughs> this week in the subreddit, politics, of course, there's of course. a post. AOC has a message for Americans who already paid off their student loans. We can support things we don't directly benefit from. And this links to a Business Insider article detailing AOC's thoughts on... If we were to get a real $50,000 debt reduction for people that have student loan debt, I want to know your opinions on this because do you still have student loan debt? I have fully paid off my student loan debt. Same. Do you think it would be okay to take out another $50,000 loan (laughs) if I knew they were going to forgive it right away? (laughs) So many people are signing up for college. They're like, I'm getting into Harvard. I, I don't really care. I'm a I'm a mid-30s white man. I can make it. It's interesting. My partner and I were talking about this this week, and she just recently paid off all of her student loan debt. She, oh, good for her. Yeah, just got her master's degree. And through that was like, the, there's a lot of money that's involved in this. It's going to take forever to pay it off. And then when she did, she starts seeing these murmurs. Now, Biden said last week that... His administration would only entertain the idea of a $10,000 debt reduction. But if it were to be 50000 if it were to be any amount of money, for her, that was a frustrating moment because that just meant I put in all of this work and now I'm not seeing the benefits from it. And I, I think plenty of people, I don't want to dismiss that as a feeling, but I think plenty of people are going to feel that way. I think this post from AOC is specifically stating that we can still be a part of a community that works to benefit the majority, even if that doesn't mean that you get immediate benefits from it, which in turn, it'll hopefully give benefits in the long run. Yeah, and I I can see 
why somebody would be frustrated, especially so close to the finish line. I paid mine off several years ago. Mm -hmm. And so if they said like, okay, Scott, you paid off your student loans four years ago now. Anybody who anybody who's had student loans for the past three years, we're just going to give you a $10,000 check. Then I would be upset. But if they're going to clear out a bunch of student loan debt so that American lives can be improved, I don't think that's a bad thing. One of the one of the top comments of this of this post or another one very similar to it was what about going forward? What does that look like? Because we forgive everybody's student loans right now. It doesn't change the fact that these predatory lending companies still exist. And it's just going to be a few more years before we're just back in this situation all over again. Forgiving student loans right now is a, a literal pebble in the ocean compared to what we actually have to fix. Somebody commented and said, I think that's the biggest reason they're hesitant to do it at all. We can forgive trillions in student debt, but then nothing changes after that. We'll be back Mm -hmm. in this mess in a matter of a few short years. I absolutely support a total debt forgiveness, but we're going to need a complete reform for higher ed and predatory student loans in general. Yeah, so that's the real question. I I don't think America has any problem with making money go and giving it to businesses and then forgiving that or banks or anything that's also people according to Mitt Romney politicians and <laughs> I've I've heard a lot of talk about how forgiving loans to businesses is advantageous for the whole but forgiving loans to individuals can actually hurt societies and I don't know if that's a a good enough argument anymore. I think there's too much data to show that the people are the ones who make America work, not these businesses. If there wasn't any money to buy products, the American economy would collapse. So until we fix the system, it's, it seems kind of trivial that we're talking about forgiving student loans at all. But we still, we, we should. It would be nice for people. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, do it. Why not? Who cares? Fuck it. We're, we're all screwed anyways. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the planet's still dying, so it's okay. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, speaking of strange business decisions, oh, Willie, no. did you know that Colonel Sanders got fired from a dozen jobs, was a lawyer who once assaulted his own client? Started a restaurant that went out of business and found himself broke at the age of 65? And that's when he started KFC. At 65 years old? And guess what? This is crazy. Yes. Is any of that to be believed? No, it's all true. It's all true. A commenter named Wolves And said, here's the most interesting thing about this story. The building that the KFC building was, uh, the first one, was uh, a big bucket, you know, and it's this red and white color that was created by none other than Dave Thomas. Of Wendy's? Yes, that's right. Wendy's Dave Thomas. It literally says that in the comment, too. (laughs) Um, Are you kidding? Okay. Yeah. Uh, So that Dave was the best franchise owner in the Midwest, and if it weren't for him, like we wouldn't have the iconic KFC look and feel that we have today. Colonel Sanders eventually lost his chain to investors, and Thomas got screwed over by some insider KFC guys as well, went off to start 
the crazy good franchise that we all know and love thanks to social media today, Wendy's, and then remained friends with Colonel Sanders, even though Sanders, yeah, even though Sanders was pissed that he left because he was like his, his number one guy. So after Sanders got bought out, he went to help Dave Thomas make Wendy's the success it is today. Holy, no holy cap. shit. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no cap. It's the youngest thing Scott's ever said. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I, this is the craziest new. How how did I not see this on the front page? This is surreal. I know. It's so wild. You're, you're trying to tell me that KFC back in its heyday. When did KFC come out? 70s? KFC came out in 1952. Okay. So it's older than I thought. That's what she said. And... <laughs> That I would have expected that when Dave Thomas left and said, "My daughter's a hottie. Let's make her. Let's make her the. It's Midwest. It's pedophilia. Just get over it. All right, move past it. It's the fifties. What are you doing, and, step franchise owner? <laughs> and and what the hell, Burt Reynolds from uh, KFC comes over. These two necrophiliacs come together and they make an amazing fast food restaurant. How did they not just go after KFC? Why was there not more hate? Especially today with this story like this coming out. How did the Wendy's social media young star just not come out and be like, fuck you, you old greasy bastard? (laughs) Well, they probably wanted to make money and thought like, I think KFC has a, a lock on this chicken game until now until like papa is and you know maybe churches and local places came about was there anybody that challenged kfc can you think of any any challengers that might have rose to the occasion because i can't back in the day back in the 50s yeah. 60s through oh up even in, growing up, until up. the 2020s no i i mean you probably had some local things chick-fil-a came up but that i don't think that was regional up until a few years whenever. ago whenever yeah Dude, those buckets. I, back in college, when I could eat whatever I wanted, I'm like, yes, I would order a whole bucket for myself. I was fat. I want it so bad, <laughs> man. I want it. Dude, it's so good. Those leg pieces. Oh, Do you like extra crispy or original? Extra crispy. Yeah, I like the spicy extra crispy. Oh, so God. Good. You know what? You know what? Just, just dream with me for a minute. Extra crispy. Mm-hmm. Drizzle at hot extra crispy. And drizzle mm-hmm. on some honey. Mm. Just like a little bit. Not a lot. Just enough. Put it in between a biscuit <laughs> with <laughs> melting butter on it. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I finished. <laughs> Speaking of that animalistic instinct, this week in the subreddit, today I learned that by letting a wolf population recover... Traffic collisions caused by deer are reduced by nearly 25%. Kind of makes sense, right? Deer po- or yeah. wolf population goes up, collisions go down. The reduction is not based as much on the decimation of the deer population, but on the landscape of fear created by the wolves. Say what? Yeah, it says wolves reduce deer population and also scare the deer away from linear landscape features, including roads, that the wolves often prowl. Oh, oh, very interesting. Uh, I totally would have guessed that it was because they were eating more deer. That I mean, naturally, that's what you would think when you think about animal facts. But we live in northern Minnesota, and if you are not northern United States, we southern Minnesota, but 
we're used to, you figure it out. We're used to <laughs> driving at night or at dusk and having to pay attention for deer. Use those high beams. Have you ever hit a deer yourself? Oh, I've called you deer at least once or twice. Punched and you in the arm. And he hits me consensually. <laughs> yes, we have a safe yes. word. Yeah, and I mean, we have a safe word, right? It's mm-hmm. yeah. three, two, one. Didgeridoo. Didgeridoo. <laughs> I mean, you guys can take that and didgeridoo with it what you will. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> so I, I need to know, Scott, before we started recording, I very ominously go, got any animal facts? And you go, yeah, I got a lot of them. I want to know Several. what those are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, penguins mate for life. Cute. Lobsters, given the right conditions are technically immortal. Yes, they don't they don't know the oldest lobster. Yeah, their cellular regeneration is crazy. Ooh, I have a fun one for you. Okay. Every <laughs> eel is the same species and it, it oh, all they all they really? do all they do is go through like a moment the same way like frogs go from like tadpoles to frogs. Every single eel electric eel moray eel they it's all just a moment a metamorphosis in their life and they don't know where they're birthed huh scientists have no idea it's it's pretty straightforward all eels are italian that's That's a moray (laughs) (laughs) so stupid (laughs) i've got one more most beta fish, despite their moniker, actually can only be in one tank by themselves. So technically, they should be called alphas. Oh, did you hear that? And, and let's go one step further. I want to go down this little alpha and beta bullshit that people talk about. In wolf <laughs> packs, there is Bring no alpha around. male. That's not how that works. There is no, no. one senior person the seniority goes to the eldest and they all work as a collective whole nobody fights over things unless there's a challenger for the oldest because sometimes the pack can run out of food i think the oldest wolf is called a king wolf oh I, i only know that from a post i saw where this bernie's mountain dog was introduced to a pack of wolves like at a rescue and it started out as this cute little fluffy puppy but it was taken in by the king wolf and as it grew up to be this giant dog and the king wolf aged the rest of the pack started challenging the senior wolf for food and resources and the video is of this bernie's mountain dog literally snarling the most scariest growl that you can think a dog can do especially one that size you know a bernie's mountain dog full size is like a mini bear yeah. And it the the king wolf has this like hindquarters of a deer and he's trying to nibble on it and all these other younger wolves are starting to like creep over and try to take the leg away from him but the Bernie's mountain dog literally steps over the king wolf with one of his legs and is growling and like snapping at all the other wolves. It's it's a really cool video. Dude, it's like he had a it it was like the the king wolf is Kevin Hart and he's just got the rock standing <laughs> over him. <laughs> well, speaking of kings, or at least a guy who wanted to be king, this week in 
Cantelmoism Exposed. There's a post of this story that is from Vice.com. But it's titled, How One Man Tried to Build a DMT-Based Cult on Reddit and Lost Everything. Willie, this story is batshit crazy. Before before you tell me the whole story, explain like I'm five what DMT means. Uh, DMT is a drug that is, uh, it's kind of like one of those ayahuasca or mushroom type drugs where you can feel very euphoric and uh, hallucinate. Got it. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, but I totally knew what that was. That was for that was for Paul. <laughs> oh, that was a that was a test. That was, that was a test for that's me. That's for you, buddy. Or, okay. Uh, <laughs> but this this guy in his mid fifties who was depressed, he was Yale trained as a scientist. He took this potent psychedelic, saw God, and set out to spread the word. But within two years, he was dead. His name was Zach Muckerberg. His name was actually Chris Cantelmo. Hence the Cantelmoism. But uh, the TLDR of this story is he thought that this DMT experience was so life-changing for him that he wanted to recruit people to spread the word. And he figured the best way to do this was to go on Reddit and start gilding people to get attention. And then he would share his story and he gained almost this cult-like following. He started hiring people. He started recruiting people to like tell his story, make a documentary, work with him on building a website. And all the while he had, you know, he had a million plus dollars and he was just going through and spending it all with the hopes to spread the word on, on DMT. Now, if you don't think that it's crazy enough, he also said this this DMT cured his cancer. Oh, it's this guy. <laughs> Turns out that uh, the cancer that he had was atheism. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said he had cancer of the mind and the DMT cured it because after he took it, he saw God. Oh, fuck. <laughs> we, we, we got all the way back around to religion. All right, I'm, I'm in. I'm... <laughs> You're back in. All right. It's, it's a tragic ending for this guy due, due to all this because uh, apparently he really had some serious mental health issues and a lot of people tried to help him out. But yeah, in the it's end, called religion. I'm just, yeah. just kidding. <laughs> in the end, he ended up taking his own life. Tragically, of course. So the moral of the story is drugs are bad, okay? Okay. Well, let's not go that far. I have a question for you because I, I have heard many times, many times, you got to you got to do LSD at some point in your life or you got to do mushrooms at some point in your life. It will rewire your brain. It'll cause you to work through traumas that maybe are underlying that are causing these frustrations or whatever that moment might be. Has that been something you've wanted to do? As much as I don't like the feeling of not being in control, I would say yes. Yes, I absolutely would want to try at least microdosing just to see kind of how it makes me feel. I've heard lots of good things from people. Yeah, I don't know if I've heard negative stories if done safely and in moderation and for people who say that they've done it like once or twice or maybe they're in like a dark spot and they give it a shot. Now, maybe I'm not hearing the bad stories because those people aren't around anymore. Yeah, I <laughs> I saw an article today while reading this other one that was titled, We Need to Start Talking About the Downsides of Psychedelics. Because really, it feels like there's this big push 
of psychedelics are good, psychedelics should be used for treating all these things. And so we're hearing all the positives, but you're right. There there could be this dark side that we don't even know about. Big media, where are you? Yeah, where are you, you fucks? I had a roommate in college whose brother said, hey, whenever you're ready, he had an older brother. He said, whenever you're ready to try any drug safely, you need to let me know and I will be there to keep you safe. Essentially, lock him in a room so that he can't harm himself or others and just keep him safe for 24 hours until he comes out of it. Do you hear that government? Wasted jobs. We've we've got this economy just waiting to explode, to spend more money, to make all these dollar bills rain. Right there, right there. That dude just created dude, a drug shaman. <laughs> a drug shaman. So, I mean, you could open up your own little shop, have a bunch of padded rooms, and people go in there and just give somebody DMT, and they sit back and they watch and observe, collect data. Are you listening to that, Facebook? I mean, Meta? Come on. Let's legalize it already. And really, all people are doing is going through a bunch of ups and downs. And speaking of which, is it time for upvotes and downvotes of the week? I'm going to drop down, flip it, and reverse it with this week's upvote. Ooh-wee-oo. This is what I would have loved to have done had I been a kid in this situation happened to me. But this week in the subreddit, me, IRL, this says, my parents have access to me and my brother's bank accounts. I think that's fairly common for younger kids. Oh, right? yeah, 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 yeah. And accidentally took money out of my brother's savings instead of their own to pay the mortgage. And now every time we tell my brother to do something, he says, you can't talk to me like that in my house. <laughs> His house, his rules, I guess, right? That's right. Mom and dad better be home by 10 p.m. or else. And the top comment said, my mom registered her car under my name. So every time she goes somewhere that's not work, I always say, where are you going with my car? And she gets just a little pissed. (laughs) Well, my upvote of the week is from anti-work. Sorry. Sorry, Willie. But, 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 and here's my big but. Yeah, you do. (laughs) Thick, dumpy. (laughs) It's uh, it's a follow-up to a story we had a little while back. Delta just announced that they will finally start paying their flight attendants during the boarding process. A first for a major U.S. airline. This comes amidst an effort amongst flight attendants to unionize, according to NPR. It's funny how you dangle that little carrot in front of them and they're like, what do you want? Mm-hmm. You want to be paid while you're working? <laughs> okay. I guess. Well, pull our leg a little bit. That's... Okay, you got me. <laughs> I think it's a good first step. And I know that amongst everything that people in the airline industry went through over the last two years, and are little still wins going through. are great. But not everything can be such a good upper, Scott. Sometimes that airplane's got to come down. This week, Dark. I downvote. I know. It landing safely, too of soon. course. Too soon, Willie. Never forget. Wow, that's too soon somehow. <laughs> <laughs> this week in the subreddit, mildly infuriating. This post is titled, Why Does This System Exist? James writes, I clicked on 
make a reservation on a restaurant's page and it opened a video call and started calling them. <laughs> I cannot stress enough how much I do not want that to happen. <laughs> that's that's so weird. Why why would you do that? Why yeah, why is that I, a thing? Where do you make most of your dinner reservations? I do it while taking a dump or <laughs> post not clarity. And scene. Okay, what do you want to eat? I'm Am not getting, hungry uh, anymore, babe, but let's... Yeah, let's get some five guys. You guys want something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd like Wendy's. <laughs> Wendy's nuts rub across your chin. <laughs> no, but seriously, I'm Bennigan's. Or Perkins. It should be okay. open 24 hours. Can't miss the giant American flag. My downvote is from history corn it's a it's a picture of uh, a former beauty queen miss wyoming from 1973 joyce mckinney being arrested by the police after kidnapping a mormon missionary named kirk anderson from his church and forcing him to be her sex slave for three days this happened in 1977 did she in 1977 did she actually go to jail well, I'm glad you asked because much like my other story, it gets worse. Oh, God. After the case, McKinney absconded from the United Kingdom and was allowed to reside in the United States with a falsified passport. In 2008, it was learned that she made five clones of her pet Pitbull in South Korea and was subsequently charged with plotting to have a teenager break into a house to raise funds for a prosthetic leg for her horse. Also, she drove and ran down a 91-year-old Holocaust survivor in 2019. This lady is pure chaos. This story is almost as batshit crazy as the jokes that are coming out of SNL. Makes no sense. Nobody understands why it works that way. Why the hell does this person still exist and Keenan Thompson somehow still shows up? I mean, he's the goat, though. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to us this week. Find more of us on our socials, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.